Hello and welcome to the Week in Review. I'm Michael Curzon and I'm joined by a, a smaller group today. It's just SD Wicket. Sam, how are you? I'm good, Michael. I feel like the weekly weather update has been uh, building to this uh, this whole time because we're now yeah. recording during a mild hurricane. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a shame that Luke's not here because, yeah, you're right. This is sort of the, the, the climax of all these it, weather it, reports. It has been, it's been building up to this. I don't know if I can carry on after this, unfortunately. This is what my career as a weatherman's come to, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a it's a hurricaney sort of day, and uh, I'm ready to um, take another look at the uh, twitching corpse of the west. Absolutely. Well, as as one storm rages across Britain, another appears to be coming to a close, and that is the the case of Prince Andrew, um, which led to a a settlement in principle this week, and I, I'm not sure if the the amount being paid has been confirmed yet, but. Some it's in the millions. Guessed, so it's, it's in the millions. Oh, well, that, that was a given, but I think it might be in the tens of millions is the point. Um, mil- around 12 million, some suggest. And there is, of course, not only a payment for settlement, but also uh, for uh, a substantial donation, uh, in quote, of uh, to a, a charity set up by the, the US accuser um, against sort of sexual abuse and such. Um, and it's likely also that Andrew will have to pay for the legal fees, according to some uh, legal bloke I was talking to earlier this week, um, although that hasn't been confirmed yet, but something you'd expect. Um, so a lot of money, um, which does kind of put the story to an end. And I think there is some relief in the royal family that it has kind of come to an end. There'll be another week or so of coverage. And after that, I'm sure it will die out. Um, but what do you reckon about Andrew's chances of of actually appearing in public again do you think that's sort of gone and buried with all this i can't really speak for his answers objectively but i mean i I don't i don't want him to no i mean you know i think my my utter disdain for uh sexual abusers kind of trumps my 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 love of the monarchy um and i think it's better for the monarchy if, if he is you know sort of pushed out i mean i've seen people say that he's supposedly um the queen's favorite kid um supposedly that they, they I think that's always been said yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that they they have a very um cl- close bond personally um and i mean you know it's it's on top of him doing you know a heinous thing and, and i i do believe the claims because you know ultimately i don't think innocent men pay 12 million quid in in uh in hush money um well that's true but it in, in just for for balance, which is rare, rare on the weekend review, he continues to the, uh, deny the claims, and it seemed very much before that um, the objection of the, the the objective, sorry, of the case was to sort of bring justice to highlight what had happened, and I think some are questioning the taking of payments. I'm not I'm not criticising or anything like that. I don't, it's, you know, it's none of my business, and I don't know enough about it. But you, there are you know there's a settlement in this case with a lot of money handed over. There's a settlement some years ago with. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein paying a lot of money to sort of end the case and you know I think um, one has to be slightly careful when suggesting that it's clear he definitely did it because he ended the case when in fact actually ending the case is sort of the perfect scenario for the royal family because it's 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 done and buried now the story is gone had it gone to trial that would have been uh, it seems to me better for the uh, sorry worse for the royal family given that um, it would have extended the case whether something was done or not yeah, yeah, that's sort of criticism, and, and and it would have been a yeah, it would have been a complete media showcase. And I think it speaks to something else that's happening, which is that I I I do believe that it may be thanks to this, but I th- I, I think this is just a sort of a convenient um, access route 
But I do think that once um, the incumbent monarch passes, there will be a, a, a massive resurgence in, in um, Republican sentiment in the mainstream in the UK. Um, you think? Yeah. Of, you think or because of Charles? N- n- I don't know if it's because of anyone. I, I think it's just because um, the monarchy is like a, it's a holdover of the old regime, which the new one seeks to destroy. Um, yeah. And Elizabeth is just too popular. Um, where yeah. whereas someone like uh someone like Charles um or even William just doesn't hold that same level of popularity. See, maybe maybe William would maybe William Kate would have would sort of fare better. But um, no, I I, I do believe that that the that there there will be a relentless push to abolish the monarchy after Elizabeth passes because the 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 most popular member of the royal family won't be around anymore. Um, yeah, no, I do think that's true, um, that there will be a, an increasing push. Uh, I mean, the, the, the news that Camilla will become queen consort rather than princess consort um, was quite well received, it seems, by the public, despite sort of the, the questions previously about, about uh, you know, Camilla's interference in Charles and Diana's relationship and as such, and of course, Charles's own position in that, not, let's not forget. Um, and while most were accepting of it, according to most polls, there is still a, a hefty number who, who think that's not suitable. Um, but I think that probably the royal family's hope is, as you suggest, is Prince William. Um, and let's be honest, Prince Charles's reign isn't going to be a particularly long one. No, we will see a, a, a King William. That's pretty mm-hmm. much guaranteed. Um, so even if the royal family does go for a, a period where there are more questions about this, I don't think there'll be enough of a question to raise anything like a, a proper anti-monarchist movement and not long after the the seeds are planted to try and overthrow the monarchy we'll see Charles replaced by William who will I think as you suggest actually improve popularity of the royal family maybe not to levels we see now with the queen but certainly higher than we're likely to expect under Charles. Although I do think he'll, he'll be a, a quote-unquote modernizing figure you know in terms of modernize the the, the the royal family. Charles or William? But, but I mean oh. <laughs> both, but but, but I, I do believe William because at the very least Charles has some pedigree when it comes to um, like classical architecture and that sort of thing. You know, he's, he's very involved in the development of um, of Poundbury, um, a sort of uh, a, a town built around um, the idea of uh, gentle density and, and classical styles. But you know, uh, uh, as um, as someone pointed out on the OCP a, a while back, you know, uh, a modern monarchy is, is an abolished monarchy. So I don't know how well a modernized approach would go. Um, mm. I, but but I, I do genuinely think, and this is, I, th- I thought this long before the whole Andrew revelation that once Elizabeth does pass, um, the monarchy will be, uh, it stays to be numbered. I think um, on the modernizing point, I mean, we have, we've seen, pretty much this week i think actually which some said was a bit early given you know the queen is still with us um uh, sort of talk around what the coronation of charles might look like and right, we, you know, that, yeah. sort of multi-faith ideas um and you've got to expect that royal sources are going to be very understated for this sort of stuff so even the fact that it will be multi-faith was mentioned i think is quite a significant sign that this coronation is going to be very different to the last which was a very christian service so that's definitely true but in terms of modernization i think um the idea that a modernized monarchy is an abolished monarchy is perhaps a bit extreme, given that um, the coronation of 
of Queen Elizabeth was itself very modern. It was filmed for goodness sake. That was unheard of. People, plenty of people were furious about that at the time. It was unheard of that something like that would be televised. Hmm. And then we had the first uh, television addresses with Queen Elizabeth, which for many was prying too much into the, the life of the Queen. And the role has very much changed. So I, I'm not sure I agree with the idea of modernised monarchy as an abolished monarchy. But it depends on extent, obviously. In terms of the services, I don't agree. And we also see the, the, the next coronation will be smaller and cheaper than the last one, which actually I think is, is a modernised approach because the last one was very much about grandeur. The next one won't be as much. And I think that's probably a positive step because people won't want to see so much money being splashed on uh, the coronation, especially after the lockdown periods. So that, I think, is a positive move of modernisation. The points about the faith and other elements that might be brought in are questionable and I think would raise more problems. So it's, yeah. it's a, bit, a bit more nuanced, I think, than that. But again, prepare for the week in review. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. but, but, but again, that's kind of, it, it will be very different. Because, I mean, yeah, the, the, uh, the Queen's... Um, uh, coronation was yeah it was televised um but it still had it, was, it still had a very classically regal sense yeah, yeah. of pomp and circumstance you know you still yeah. had you know the, the 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 golden scepter and you know it was still very proper it's all very you know english royal which is um you know, i think i think to to do away with that is is, is to really play play with fire um yeah. you know um as, as as i've sort of said, said in the past you know i i do think that all politics is downstream somewhat from the aesthetic yeah and, and if we if we do away with you know the 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 regal grandeur of coronation i i, I think that's a, that's a bad first step for the um for the uh the, the, the charles era um but also i mean on on the on the whole multi-faith point i mean the the the, the monarchy isn't a multi-faith institution it's a christian institution you know yeah like, like Despite how uh, how much how the, how much in tatters it actually is, this is still at least ostensibly a, a, a Christian Anglican society. Um, the Queen is the keeper of the faith; she's the head of the Church of England, um, yeah. and, and you know, and that should remain president. I mean, you know, I mean, and and it, it feeds into another thing of you know, um, only the West is expected to buy into multiculturalism. Yeah, like only the West. I mean, you know, it it, it would be it would be deemed as a, as, a, as an insult if if there was a new you know crown prince of Saudi Arabia, and um, we demanded that there be some Christian representation in that in that ceremony. It would, yes. it would be an absolute insult. And and the, fact the, the point is, this multi faith point isn't demanded by uh, someone elsewhere. It's demanded by ourselves. Um, which makes this even more ludicrous. It's not like we're bowing down to somebody else. We're just we're caving into our own our yeah. own positions. But, but I mean, it's it's preempted on 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 the understanding that if if there isn't multi faith representation in the ceremony, then that'll be criticised and that'll be scandalised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the same people who, uh, you know, it's just one of those press whip ups, isn't it? But on the faith point, it is interesting. You know, talking about modernisation is destroying the monarchy. Say if the next ceremony were full of pomp and um, was very Christian in its angle and wasn't uh, representative of, of, of other faiths, for example, and all this, which is probably the ideal of, of, of the, the sort of idea that we'd want, given it's, you know, the, the, the ceremony of the British um, king, as, as it will be. Um, that would probably be more likely to lead to its destruction, because let's be honest, the Republicans 
um, are going to be anti-Christian. Um, they're going to be anti, probably in many cases, anti-British in any cases, as most, as, well, as many Britons are now, they're not interested in these things. Um, they're more interested in the sort of multicultural ideas, or at least they're, they're made to believe that they are. So it, it is a difficult question, isn't it? In one way, if the monarchy goes too far down one route of sort of lowering these ideas, then it stops being what it is. And in the other sense, if it really pushes them, then it ceases to exist altogether. Yeah, it's 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 the, it's a very typical mistake made by in which you you alienate the people who actually support you yeah. by bowing to those who despise you and will never not despise you. Regardless, that, yeah. regardless, yeah. You, literally, literally, Charles could come out as transgender tomorrow. He could donate the entire royal privy purse to BLM. He could do every every progressive thing under the sun yeah. and. They would, they would still push the Boris monarchy because if you're if you if you are the if you are involved in the British monarchy, you have to understand that you are essentially you are the you are gatekeeping the last bastion of British tradition there is, right? Yeah. That that's it. Everything else is gone, right? The only thing we have in common with our with our ancestors left is the fact that we are subject to our monarch that is the only thing we have in common with them that and we live in the same geographical area nothing else we have in common at all yeah. and so to 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 bend that because of you know modern social fads just seems utterly ludicrous to me but you know given what's what we've seen over the last you know five ten years i i, I can't not see it happening but also like on the tradition point like the the most traditional event that's happened in this country in the last 10 years was philip's funeral Yes, yeah. That 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 was the most like that was that that was the last time and maybe the last ever time we don't know depending on how the question actually goes that we will see this country truly stand in its tradition proudly and unashamedly was the well, even there there were problems because I'm pretty sure that the the footage from the BBC or coverage I should say of of Prince Philip's death and his funeral received more complaints than any other thing in British television television history. I'll have to check on that, listeners. But I'm pretty sure, if it wasn't the top, it was up there. But actually, I think it was. I think coverage of the funeral ended up receiving the most complaints of, of overplaying. So even there, we saw, you know, people weren't just so fed up that they turned off the screen and watched something else. They So many people complained that this was carrying on so much because they just didn't care. Mm. Um, which is which is a shame. It's a real oh, shame. it's a massive shame, and it's well. I think it's indicative of where we are. So you're right. It, it is the last sort of thoroughly traditional event that took place. I mean, even then, it was under the guise of COVID restrictions. Um, as as we remember, it was a very. It was a much smaller event than it otherwise would have been. Um, but even when something was done more properly, um, the British public didn't take it well. They said no, too much. Uh, going to complain. Can you talk about him a bit less, please? We want to watch the footy or something like that. It just shows how much difference ten years makes. Because ten years ago was the uh, the was the, the jubilee, um, and I and I and I I went to it. I went to I was like fifteen. I went to London with, with, with my family, and we stood stood on one of the bridges and we watched the boats boat go past. And yeah, you know, it was it was beautifully British in that it was you know pomp and circumstance and pissing rain, right? Um, but it was like it was wonderful, and people were actually into it. People were celebrating it. You know, this was 2012, and this was you know, in that 10 years, it's gotten to the point where the the 
the the the the patriarch of the royal family, a man who wasn't born to this country, wasn't born to this royal family, but gave his life to it. Yeah. Um, not just in terms of service to the royal but also in terms of military service. Right. Um, his send off, which was be a beautifully done um, ceremony, I think it actually even worked better with the limited numbers. Well, I it, think he actually well he wasn't yeah, there. He, I he, think it was what he would have preferred. Yeah, and and, and he and he he curated the event, you know, through the music and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and it opens with a, a beautiful rendition of um, "I Vow to Leave My Country," which is a wonderful piece of music, anyway. Um, and it, it it was you know it was absolutely beautiful. Um, and the people of this country who are so spoiled by by modernity couldn't handle it because we're so deracinated and split from the heritage that the celebration of, as I was saying, the last remaining scrap of tradition we still have left led to those things. I think that, that that's a real tragedy. And I, I, I almost, I'm essentially losing faith in the British people to maintain this tradition. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's that's definitely true. I mean, and and, and one last thing about 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 the money side of it is that is that that's all born from a complete misunderstanding of how the monarchy is funded. Mm. Um, you know, you, often you'll hear some lazy thing like you know, oh, they're they're, they're benefit scroungers, they're 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 nicking money from 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 the public purse. They're not. Um, that's not how the the that's not how the monarchy is funded at all. The the monarchy um, owns the crown estate. Which brings in you know, a through tourism, through investments, through property, brings in I, I don't I don't know how much exactly, but it's at very least in the deep billions. Mm. All of that money goes to the treasury. Ninety percent is given to um, the government, and the queen is given ten percent in the in the form of the the, the, the privy purse. Yeah, that means that means that that the the queen is the most taxed person on earth. <laughs> no one on earth or in history has ever paid 90% tax on their, on their income, you know? Um, so the, the idea that the monarchy is funded by us is absurd. Um, and that, uh, that, that willful misunderstanding of how the monarchy is funded feeds into so much of the Republican agenda around, you know, oh, we'd be better off without the monarchy, we'd have this without the monarchy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but doesn't that show how shallow it is as well? Because even on the defence, yeah. I mean, I, I'm equally annoyed. So you say, you're, you know, the the, annoy, the arguments are shallow when people say, you know, they're, they're scroungers. Well, I think the argument is equally shallow. Obviously, you were saying that then just to contrast that point, but you do hear some defenders of the monarchy the first point of call when someone says, well, why do you like the monarchy so much then? They'll say, well, think of all the tourism it brings in. That's ridiculous. That's not an answer. It's not about money. It's not about that, how people are drawn. It's about its impact on British culture. Yeah. Sure, or it should that, be. That is, I mean, the, the whole, the money, the, the, the money thing is just, it's just a retort to the idea that they're funded by us. It's, that's not... Yeah. Oh, no, I understood you said it for that yeah. reason, but some supporters do do raise that as a, a yeah. sort of a sole defence. Because, because, because that's kind of, that's where mainstream, you know, Conservative has gone where yeah, yeah. just money commercial. You know, the only you know, oh, the Royal Family is great because of all the money it brings in. No, it's it's not it's not that. It's because literally, as I was saying before, it is now the only thing we have in common with our ancestors. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, and um, and and also another thing is that you know I saw a post recently about, um, and I think I think this may just end up being a monarchy episode. Um, Why not? 
what one thing I, I always see is people say, "Oh, Buckingham Palace has all these empty rooms while there's people starving in the street. We should have a, a republic." Well, have you seen the French uh, presidential palace or the Indian one or like the German one? They're absolutely massive. It is, and it's it's a level though, isn't it, where it it demonstrates the fact that a lot of these people aren't calling for the uh, the pulling down of the monarchy because they have something else uh, they want to replace it with. They're just frustrated. These are frustrated individuals who say uh, the monarchy is bad for this, this, and this, and and don't think about the fact that if 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 the monarchy is replaced by a different system, exactly the same things will come up. You know, you talk about too much grandeur being placed on one person. Well, look at the U.S. president, and, and can you imagine in this country a president Boris Johnson? I can think of nothing worse. You know, if people had to um, had to sort of see this person as the ideal representative of the country of the of the head of state at least we can mock boris johnson and say actually i don't like this person i didn't vote for them i have nothing to do with the fact that they're there um and i will work at the next election to bring them down if he were a, a, a the head of state it's a very different situation he in times of war um would have to be the sole person to which everybody looked up to mm-hmm. whereas um actually uh, having a monarch means that's not the case you can have someone who is above the politics who is above whether or not it's a right or wrong but it's just about someone who unifies people or at least attempts to um mm. it, yeah. people who call for its demise don't realize that many of their problems if not all of the problems they raise about the monarchy would actually exist even if the monarchy weren't there as we learned before by the way this was you know the, the time that we did get rid of the monarchy for a short period the very same thing was learned um, and we soon came back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, even the even the French briefly brought back, brought back the, the, their, their monarchy after the revolution because you know, the the post monarchal years were just an utter bloodbath. Mm. Um, and, and that's kind of what you learn is that you, if you look around, you will see that constitutional monarchies tend to be more stable than than republics. Mm. Um, but also, I mean, we have a head of state. I mean, sure, the the, the monarchy at this point is is quite. Um, impotence in, in that it's it's a, it, it is essentially a symbolic um institution these days but i mean ultimately you you have a head of state whose mandate isn't rooted in you know superficial popularity or who can you know who can spin the most yarns during an election mm-hmm. it's based on someone who is bound by two things it's duty and tradition um yeah. she's someone who who you know has more of a vested interest in the country doing well because it is her country you know she doesn't have this you know here today gone tomorrow approach um you know and and how many how many prime ministers has has the queen lived through it must be it's well in the double digits and yeah at least at least 15. um well from attlee until today no, 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 Churchill, Churchill. No, actually, Churchill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Churchill, yeah. Churchill's second run, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly, Churchill till today, I mean, that's... Um, that's incredible. Yeah, that's absolutely remarkable. And, um, you know, obviously she she won't be with us much longer. Um, and I hope that when she does um, does pass that, you know, these, these, these people who are going to, you know, use that to uh, push their anti-monarchist agenda will at the very least you know give us some time to 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 mourn the loss of someone who's you know who's been the head of this country for what 70 years 
Well, I'm not. I'm not sure about that because um, when the Queen uh, became Queen, I think the coronation, the wait before the coronation was about sixteen months. So we're, we're talking now about the the Platinum Jubilee, whereas of course the the coronation was in 1953. Um, so it was quite a long while after she became Queen. Uh, I think because it was so sudden, perhaps more. Yeah, it was a death, death, death of the father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas in this case, as I say, the preparations are already underway. I can't remember what the, the name is called, but they have got a you know one of them operation something. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's operation yeah. <laughs> operation yeah. Eunice, maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah. Where they're where they're talking about what um, what the ceremony will look like. We're already hearing that. I'm sure a lot of the arrangements are being made uh, under the hoof. From what I've read, there used to be meetings sort of once every couple of months and now it's the other way around there's a couple of meetings a month um so it will be a much quicker uh, well a much shorter period in between charles becoming king and being coronated which means that the campaign against him will also be much quicker because there won't be 16 months for us to wait until the coronation is there we, we'll probably be looking under a year or maybe a year maximum until he does become king uh, which means the questions of whether or not he should become king of whether there should be a king at all or a monarchy at all will rear their heads much, much sooner than um, we might otherwise hope. So it's going to be, it's not going to be a nice period, I don't think. I think it will be quite, um, quite divisive and quite telling as well. It'll be an interesting period to see just how people respond. Um, although I suppose that could play into the hands of monarchists. If royalists, because of the shorter gap between Charles becoming king, ascending and, and actually being coronated, because that'll be shorter, if... Um, Republicans start to rear their heads too soon while people are still uh, thinking about the um, the passing of the Queen, then that could actually lead to resentment against the Republicans and view people, uh, make people view them as lacking respect. So I think that's... Which they do. They just, you well, know. Yeah, of course they do. But yeah. it needs to be seen that that's the case. And, yeah. and then people will, will instinctively turn against them. Hmm. It's, a, it's a strange topic to talk about. Yeah, and I will say this before we, before we jump off, which is that um, to anyone listening who 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 does share the Republican uh, sentiment, you know, just ask yourself this: I mean, are we just an island full of people? No, we we, we are a kingdom. You know, bar you know an, an eleven-year period in the seventeenth century, we we that's what we we've been. That's what we are. We we've always been that. You know, mm. we aren't just an island full of you know people who have nothing in common. We we are a nation. We are a kingdom, and whether you like it or not, we are we we are we are subjects to the crown. And I'm happy. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Well, we did have other topics prepared, but we've we've. Do- delved into that and i think really it'd probably be better if we leave it there that's a a good message to end on sam thank you for that and uh yes we hope you enjoyed this episode a a, a royal special episode who would have thought it um and we look forward to you joining us again next week cheers all